It is me, Gina, and welcome back to another episode of Glass of Wine. Gina's told herself a little <laughs> joke in her head and is giggling at it. I'm so funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> this week, we are again joined by us. <laughs> we are joined by us. Hello, us. <laughs> and to my left, one third of us is... Andy Schossler, hello. And to my right, the second third of us is... Zane C. Weber, hello. And not at all included in us, but welcome is return guest. Alex Smith. He's back. He's back. Hello. Better than ever. Yes. <laughs> Good. Glad we New and improved. <laughs> Bright and bushy tailed, I hope. <laughs> or maybe tail between your legs because it's Friday and it's been bad. Yes. I, uh, I've come after work. So oh, classic. I wouldn't say I'm bright, but bushy-tailed for sure. Always. Always bushy-tailed because some people have tails and we shouldn't shame them for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> this, this, this intro took a weird <laughs> twist, but I'm, I'm here for it. Chaotic Let's energy. Let's talk about the Stigil Tate, <laughs> shall no, we? Normally no. it's the third episode of the night <laughs> that, uh, that no. gets a bit strange. I was thinking more along the lines of like, People have things that go on with their bodies and we shouldn't shame them for that because not everyone looks the same. I I think it would be very interesting to see someone with a tail. I don't know how it would be. Do you think it's like a tail that is made out of like skin or would it have fur? Usually no, it's, it's like an a, extension of your spine. Yeah, it's like a shallow oh. hell kind of deal which is just this little nub finger nubby thumb thing. thing. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Do you reckon it would move? Mm. I don't think so. Would it be like an arm length tail that can wrap around stuff? That'd be handy. Genuinely awesome. Would it be a spider monkey tail? Do you think (laughs) I can get a spider monkey tail? Spider monkey monkey tail? tail? Maybe in a hundred years, but maybe maybe not because the world might die. Anyway, again, (laughs) we are sponsored by Good Pair Days, formerly known as the Wine Gallery, but we all should know that by now. And this week we are drinking a wine, surprise, and it is called Torontes from... Not at all, France, as I (laughs) may have led you to believe at the start. Um, It's from Argentina Ah, in Mendoza. The France of South America. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's why I was laughing because I was like, this is nothing to do with the wine, but nobody knows that. So that was just a little Gina joke for us all. Um, have we had a sniff? Have we ever tasted? Yeah, it's very clean smelling. Yeah, it smells it's remarkable. I'll tell you why, because it's a dry re- oh. uh, white, I should say. That's why it smells so clean, because mm. our dry whites tend to do that. Now, I love these new tasting notes that they give us uh, with good pear days because they're very short and succinct. And uh, so they give you little tasting notes like dry or sweet, and they have dry, medium and sweet. And also fruitiness. So we can literally play like 10 games, but I won't because Let's we'll be here one. forever. Let's play one game. <laughs> one game. Okay, which game do you want to play? Which game do you want to play? Uh, Monopoly. F- or? <laughs> no, do you want to guess the food pairing or do you oh. want to guess the, the, the vintage? What year it was? I'll guess the vintage. Oh, okay. okay. So we all get one guess. Closest to the answer wins uh, notoriety. And that's it. Okay. I'm going to say 2016. Okay. I'm going to bag that one. Good. Alex? 
I'd say 2006. 2006, eh? Fine, fine. It's bold. It's a bold (laughs) choice. Let's see if it pays off. Yeah. I'm going to go the exact opposite end. And I'm going to go, you said 16? I said 16. I'm going to go the opposite. I'll go, I won't say 19. I'll say 18, 2018. 2018. (laughs) All right. I'm expecting it to be 17. Well... For the first time in glass of wine history, you're all wrong. <gasps> Except for Zane. <laughs> Zane always gets it right. I don't always get you it right. Do. You do. I you listen to these episodes. <laughs> yes. Maybe some of the time I get it right. I think you just remember when I get it right. Maybe. Mm, or I maybe think. you get it right. Or maybe I do. Maybe I just know everything. But and also, you should all bow down before me. <laughs> but also for everyone at home, this has a medium fruitiness, so it's not going to kill you with the taste of berries. Um, and the food pairings with this one, we have cured salmon, yum yum, antipasto, white meat, and East Asian dishes. Mm. So that's a good okay. time all round for us. Definitely pair this with like a like a stir fry, something with a lot of like garlicky and, and green vegetables. Mm. I you think, think so? Yeah, I, I, I think I would. Yeah. I gotta tell you. With, just, with a spicy curry, it'd go very nicely. Mm. Oh, mm. a curry. Can that's, you just, mm. yum. Bit of Thai food, so it I is. It's very mild wine. It's 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 mm. not too. It's a bit fruity, but it's not like overly sweet. It is quite dry. I'll tell you, yeah. Mama just had a taste, and Mama likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. Now, gentlemen, where do you think we're drinking this delicious wine? I think this is a beach wine for me. I think. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. In the out of doors. I'm not a beach fan. No, but I if didn't we're think you would be. maybe like overlooking the beach on mm. like a, a, a picnic table that's back on like the grassy bit before the dunes, before the actual beach. Like yeah. just as close as I can get to the beach and still be comfortable wearing shoes. Nice. Um, I think, yeah, this is maybe you've gone out for a late lunch at the beach. You've gone and you've had – other people have gone and had a swim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've read a book or something. <laughs> and then you're kind of getting ready to pack up and leave and this is the final thing you're having before you go. Lovely. What do you think? I actually – don't like it all that much. What? It has a very perfumey kind of taste to it. Like it, it, it reminds me of walking, walking through a David Jones or something, mm. and, and through the through the scent section where people are very happy to, you know, give you give you a sample of whatever it is. But but it's all in the air, and, it, and if mm. you happen to walk through it, you just get hit mm. with that wall of perfume and and unpleasantness. Also, it does smell stronger than it tastes. Yes. I don't find yeah. it objectionable. No, it's not awful. Like I, I would still drink it comfortably. It's not. You know, I really like this. <laughs> really, okay. yeah, I, I do. I think. I think this is the. This is the first one that I genuinely have. You don't necessarily like a, eh, reaction to it. It's well, the fruits here. Yeah. It says apricot, peach, and lychee, which kind of gives you the taste mm. of summer. And the flavors that you may not be liking are almonds, ginger. Uh, Daisy, and a word that I can't pronounce, but Andy's a smart man, you know, and he will right now. I never it's thought. Apple. No, it's <laughs> no, it's, it's hyacinth. Hyacinth. I never thought I'd say it, but I can. I definitely taste the Daisy. Really? Can yeah. Yeah. Wait, hold on. The really floral, like like you said. Maybe that's why I'm getting yeah. all the all the perfumey kind of notes because I I don't really like Daisy. strong scents like that. Definitely, right. definitely couldn't taste. Um, any of the fruit, maybe, maybe the peach. If it's a white peach, I so, yeah, so, white peach. So I was going to say, in that in that perfumey kind of vein, this is something that I would expect to be 
have have thrust upon me at some convention or some some gathering that I've been forced to attend and now I'm forced to feign interest in whatever <laughs> fluff they're mm. talking about. Andy, and the you only get forced to do a lot of things, don't you? I'm a very generous guy with my time. <laughs> and in the last four <laughs> weeks or so you've been like, oh, I'm at some <laughs> some place where I'm forced to be and I've someone's given me wine out of the goodness of their damn heart. Nobody ever takes me anywhere, saying <laughs> I never go out. <laughs> Just want somebody to take me out. <laughs> well, speaking of, if anyone wants to go to the Ecca and you know me, <laughs> this hit me will up. definitely be coming out after the Ecca. <sighs> Don't What's, hit me up. Do you want to go to the Ecca? I What's have so good wanted about it? to for a really long time. I did not pick that. You I, would want to go I'll, to the Ecca. I'll probably go and hate it, but I want to go for like the sideshow games. I'm not a. I'm not really? a. Yeah, I, I love the shooting. I love. <laughs> I find it. But you have to pay to get in. Yeah, it's How better much? if you burn it's like a wad of cash and have someone sneeze in your mouth. <laughs> That's about <laughs> the effect of going to the Acre I found. What? <laughs> the agricultural show is quite fun. I'd go for the farm animals. Yeah, and the, That's and, very fun. and the chopping competition. Those things get I'm intense. Not, I'm not sitting there watching someone <laughs> fucking chop wood. Go, anyway. go early in the day. There'll yeah. be fewer people. There'll be fewer sick people. Yeah. And the animals will still be feeling in a good mood and yeah. the pavilions will still be open. Yeah. That's my suggestion, but my larger overarching suggestion is don't go to the Echo. <laughs> why? But why is it so bad? If you've Lots never been. Lots of people. It's if very gross. Been, I've I've never been and I okay well if yeah. you've never been it's worth going yeah once or twice because I've moved here in 2014 and I haven't been to a show since because we used to have the Cairns show which is basically mm-hmm. the Ecker but in Cairns um and I can't remember the last time I've been there so it's been years I quite like the Harbour Festival in Glanston but oh. and that's and that's held around Easter time right with the end of it being on Easter Sunday it also okay. coincides with the Brisbane to Gladstone yacht race wow with the winner generally sailing in on on Easter Saturday or Easter Sunday morning. I've never heard of any of the things that you no, just mentioned. No, because it's it's a little regional show. As the Ecker is, it yeah, just happens right. to be in Brisbane. Yeah, exactly. Where a million people live, so oh, it's, yeah. it's got a bit of notoriety. But mm. it, I don't know. I don't see the appeal, to be honest. I do. Fairy floss and scary rides. <laughs> Alex, where are you drinking this wine? Where am I drinking this wine? Yeah. Um, I reckon... Uh, my housemates uh, got a video game on the TV. I'm Ooh. sitting down in my pajamas and my slippers, and I'm just drinking it out of the bottle. <laughs> Lovely! <laughs> wow, so this is an easy time relaxation. No one gives a damn wine. Yeah, yeah, all right. I'll probably mix I, it with um, some lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm uh, drinking this. It's uh, like mid afternoon. It's around two, and it's a nice sunny day. But it's not in the summer. It's probably autumn and it's just hot enough that it's warm under the sun but it's not too hot and it's definitely not cold. And I've had a big day but it's been a really good day and I'm sitting in my backyard alone on like a picnic rug drinking this and just sun baking I think. Which is rare yeah. for a ginger. Yeah. <laughs> also, possibly unhealthy. Well, I'm wearing sunscreen. Okay, it's all right. Yeah. I know who no, I am. Right. You want to do whatever you want. You know, I, don't, right. I don't want to make a thing about it. All right, Gina, stop looking at me like. All right. Um, so, of course, good pair days 
was kind enough to send us this wine. So if you do want to get on that, go to goodpairdays.com, go online, do their palate quiz. They'll send you some pretty cool wine. If you don't like it, uh, do a review and they'll probably send you a free bottle back. And They're very they, good about that. Yeah. So get on it and, of course, use our discount code glass of wine with an H wine. at the checkout and get uh, $25 off your first order. And, of course, if you add that fourth bottle, then you get delivery for free. Delivery for free. For free. Um, so get on it. But uh, before you do that, Alex, do you, how, how do you feel today? <laughs> Oof. Uh, <laughs> tired. Very tired. tired. Do you reckon yeah. maybe you'd want to complain about anything? Always. Yeah, what do you got? Well, I was thinking the post office has no right to be as inefficient and expensive <laughs> as it is, considering <laughs> how much it's going out at the moment. Okay, hear me out. Yes. As a person who's never worked for the post office, but whose mother has for a very long time, she tells me the reason why it's so expensive is because nobody's using it. That Mm. makes sense. They can't afford to keep it cheap if no one's sending letters anymore. That's amazing. Yeah, which is why we need to send letters to our grandmothers like I do. Do it now. No. Some of us don't have grandmothers, Gina. Wow. (laughs) I mean, I only have one, Zane, so... Well, you should be happy for what you have, Gina. We still send parcels and stuff. To like, who, but when, and how often? All the time when we, when we buy stuff from like Amazon and stuff. Yeah, I know, but like pay taxes, Jeff Bezos. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, who's that? That's the head of Amazon, right? Yes, Is it? yeah, he's yeah. yeah, he owns Amazon. Pay your damn taxes. Uh, Sorry, but 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 also with the new taxes on uh, international packages, mm. so that that cuts back on even like fewer people are ordering overseas packages. So Australia Post doesn't get that. Either. Doesn't yeah, and also there's there's so many different ways to send stuff and it's not always through Australia Post. And back in the day, you know, everyone called each other and sent each and sent each, sent each other shit. Now you can just order it online through a different company and it gets there and you nobody talks to each other other than texting or over online, which is why the Australia Post is going into the rubbish bin. Yeah, that's fair. Of course. If nobody's using it, then of course it should. All right. I got some just, other just angles. Just like everything else you don't use. <laughs> All right, <laughs> no, Alex, no. what are your other <laughs> angles? I got, I got multiple other angles. <laughs> okay. I've, we've all been in our house looking out the damn kitchen window and you see the person on the bike mm. pull up mm. and they mm. have the pre-written uh-huh. no one was home yes. note. Oh, they yes. drop it off mm-hmm. and then they fuck off. And then, and then you go to the post office because you're like, hey, your guy fucked me. And they're like, uh, we don't have that package because he's not back yet. You got to come back at three. So you come back at three and they're like, nah, he's still not here. And then they close because they close at ridiculous hours. <laughs> and then you got to come back tomorrow to get the package that they didn't even deliver and they lied and said you weren't home. It's true. Most Australia Post close at 5 p.m. I don't really, <laughs> is that ridiculous? No, 4.45, Gina. Yeah. Get with the times. Wow. Yeah. And also, they're like closing the weekends as well. If Like when are you supposed to, Go like, to the post office. Like most businesses. <laughs> so what you've got to do... <laughs> One, which businesses are closed on the weekend? The one that I work for. I can't think of... Yeah. Mm, okay. It's okay. really old-timey. Offices. Off- yeah, yeah, offices. Some okay, Australia so- posts are open on Saturdays to like 12 or 1. 
Convenient. But they're closed on Sundays because no mail on Sundays. It's true. Harry Potter reference. God's way. God's way. <laughs> God doesn't like mail. He doesn't. It's true. It's in the Bible several times. The hours. Australia Post <laughs> is in a very old timey place at the moment. Which Wait, I guess are you, is. Are you, are you coming to the defense of post offices? Never. What, but what is your <laughs> angle? <laughs> no, hey. I, was, I was merely asking that, yeah, they, they are inefficient, but that's because they're, they're government funded. The government won't let the post office die as it as it should. So just but just, just like any other. But what would take its place? What do you mean? What would take its place? It, everything that has already taken its place. That's why it's there are a lot of courier services that yeah. would would step in if if, but what if about it was privatized. Normal letters and stuff. Who? When was the last normal letter you received that wasn't a bill or some sort of government notice? From my grandma. She's I write to her. Awesome <laughs> <laughs> content. Teach her how to email, and you, and then you can write to her. Are you fucking kidding time. me? She's like nearly ninety. Yeah, that's how you get some quality time with her. She yeah. has chronic pain, lies down most of the time, and you're forcing her to write a letter <laughs> and, and tear you know? open an envelope. <laughs> for her like, poor hands. For the couple of Does hours. Does she use a typewriter, or, is she, or are these handwritten? No, they're handwritten on. Like really nice paper. Writer's pain that she goes through trying to hold that pen and circle those eyes. It's because the people in my family don't talk on the phone, and if they do, it's hi, how are you? Okay, goodbye. So writing means we get more than one sentence in, and that means I get to have a relationship with my grandmother. Get her on to Siri or Cortana; they'll take dictation. What's that? (laughs) Teach her. Spend some time with her and teach her. She lives yeah. in Cairns. The, uh, All the more reason to visit. When was the last time you saw her? Literally. Um, on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> to make it clear, I don't think that we should get rid of the post office. I think it serves a very important purpose. Yeah. I just think they need to pull their damn socks up. Let me, I mean, I, I know where you're coming from, but I'm yeah. just coming from the other side. Let me pose a hypothetical to you, Alex. I just want to l- let me finish before okay. you answer either way. All right. Hypothetical. Yes. We get rid of the post office and and everyone who works there. Don't, Gina, I know your mum works there. Just stay with me. Then, anyone who has sent or received a letter, gone. Now, Gina, I'm sorry this includes you, but just let me finish. <laughs> After they are gone, anyone who has touched a piece of mail in the last six months, just gone. Okay. And now, let me finish. I'm done. <laughs> Just like cull the population, Australia plan. Post no longer necessary. There, there, there's a documentary made about it called The Postman. Um, I believe it's Kevin Klein, uh, post-apocalyptic. Uh, accidentally Kevin Costner. Starts- Kevin Costner. There we go. Good movie. I like it. Now you're thinking sure. of Waterworld. No, I'm definitely not thinking <laughs> of Waterworld. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, so I mean, the, the problem is people, not not the post office. <laughs> mm. So you the turned <laughs> a gripe about the post office into hating people and getting rid of them immediately. I don't know. Hygiene. I'm Zane. That's what I do. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Thank. Can you please calm down? Uh, <laughs> that was out of line. 
Good thing there was no liquid in it. <laughs> Luckily. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, the post office is what it is. Like, it's a necessary service, but it's not popular. So, of course, the service isn't going to be the same as what you would get if it was a both popular and necessary service. Like Coles. Yeah. But it doesn't, it's, a, it's vestigial. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't serve a purpose that doesn't have some better competition at the moment. Like, it doesn't have a monopoly on anything. Mm. Except stamps. It's just... <laughs> it's also well, no, I mean, in, in, stamps are uh, like the fees you pay to whoever. It's just a fee you pay, and it's done in the form of stamps rather I than remember, Andrew, a nice little credit card. When thing. I was young, I had a stamp collection. Wow. Did you? And now and you have a podcast collection. <laughs> it's come full circle. <laughs> oh, they're, a, they're a nice bit of art, sure. Yeah, it's, it's a, but... Some of them are ugly, though. <laughs> a lot of them are ugly. Yeah, I don't um, know. They gave up on stamps a long time ago. No, they didn't. They're getting more and more uh, more and more artistic because Good. they want to sell these collector packs of every different kind of stamp that comes mm. out. And, and they I've, release stamps in collections. I've better trading uh, hours if you want us to buy your damn stamps. <laughs> just go online. Just buy them online, Alex. There's literally infinite number of stamps that you can get if you go international. A nice why, man will you? deliver them for you. Deliver my mail instead of saying you did <laughs> and then leaving a piece of paper so I have to go to the damn post office. Hey, go to the post office. <laughs> have you ever had one of the, the, the robot? Post deliveries? No, what the fuck? What? It's, it's like a, it's like a little it's like a Roomba, but about two feet tall, That's and it's it just scary. has some compartments in it, and it will just roll past your street, and you'll get a what? notification that it's coming. You go out, you meet it, 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 you confirm the thing with the code, and it pops open, and you get your package out. How are these things not destroyed by vandals? They usually are. That's <laughs> why they're not in more common use. Where, where was that started? Uh, it was uh, used to happen not so long ago down in New Farms. And right, far I've never heard of that before. New Farms a wholesome place where <laughs> families live and families don't usually vandalise, but I'm assuming maybe they do. Sure. Was maybe. it a Wally-style robot with sentience? Or was it just like a Dom Pizza Tracker-style robot where it's just a camera? <laughs> I Think of a vending machine on track. The second <laughs> one, because strong AI hasn't been invented yet that we that know, we know of. of. Yeah. <laughs> that we know of. And it Well, if it has been invented, it hasn't been installed in the post office bots. <laughs> that we know that, of. That we know of. <laughs> Unless they're really biding their time <laughs> until they install some sort of weaponry to defend against what vandals. What better way to lay low? Office. That's right. What better way to lay low than in a place where everybody hates and doesn't want to go? Just like Men in Black. Just like yeah. Men in Black and Terminator. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't watch that. Yeah. It, they I, didn't start at the, it. It's always some I have a mini gripe to, pig- to piggyback off the back of this gripe. Oh, mini gripe. Why are newspaper comics so damn ugly? Newspaper comics. Yeah, so I'm not talking ugly. about Garfield the Cat, a masterclass of comedy <laughs> okay. and art. But like, are you saying that that John Arbuckle is handsome? Yes, but that's okay. a different topic. Yeah. All right. I just mean like people who like the newspaper drawings when they're like, oh, here's a political comic. They're always just ugly. Like, I I don't think in my 23 years I've ever bought a newspaper with my own money. <laughs> Not for myself. That's why so, the industry's dying, Gina. <laughs> because of people like you. Yeah, fuck the newspaper. <laughs> Agreed. I mean, Rupert Murdoch can die in a hole, but uh, until he buys me out, that's that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Now, but we love you, Ida Buttrose. Come in. Yeah, sure. Whatever you want. Uh, so you're saying that political cartoons are ugly. Well, like, not... I don't know if it's political specifically. Just, like, 
baby boomer cartoon. You know the ones? Yeah. They're like drawn yeah, yeah. really bad and they're just like a terrible joke or a really stupid hot take. And yeah. it's always he, just like, how do I work this app? It doesn't have a you, screen. It's like, are that's you talking, a book. Are you talking about like New Yorker cartoons? Maybe. No, you, he's definitely talking about the ones that get printed in the Courier Mail that have like yeah. Tony Abbott with a big nose and, yeah. and budgie smugglers. Oh, right. okay, yeah. yeah. But not always political. Sometimes it's just like... Yeah, sometimes it's just social commentary. But so, are you talking about the art style? Yeah, or? well, like all of it. Like the art style is bad. I mean, because it's just based bad. on caricature, which is meant to accentuate the, the variations of your face. Like... I can understand political comics. Like if you comics. had a wart, it would be a third of your face yeah. in, in the caricature, yeah. I get political comics because, yeah, it's got to be like easily recognisable and you've got to get them out quick to keep up with current events. But like these other ones where it's just like, I've been sitting on this really funny one-panel joke where it's like a couple <laughs> looking at like a bottle of wine being like, can't wait to drink this wine. And that's the joke. And it's like, that's not a joke, Alex. And it's Are you drawn referring horribly. to a specific cartoon? No, just Because like, I would be surprised if that made it past an editor. <laughs> it, would, it would be a joke, but... Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I do. I, like, I, I think this is just... And uh, sorry to hark back to the uh, late 80s lingo. This is just a generation gap. Maybe. Like, those cartoons are not for you. But like, who are they for? For boomers. But they're so bad. Six so white boomers. boomers. Snow <laughs> white boomers. Like you'd have like, yeah, like a married couple looking out the window and then there's like cats and dogs falling from the sky and they'd be like, oh, it's raining cats and dogs. Who's just like, ha, 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 Irene, come here. Probably grandmothers. I, just, I indicate oh, to Gina. Can I tell you something? Yes. Some, I went home the other week and... um. <laughs> I don't know why I did this, but I asked my grandmother who she voted for. And she said the Liberals. And I was like, no. And she was like, oh, I hate this person. I hate this person. And then, of course, my dad was there. And he's like, yeah, yeah, fuck the Greens. Greens are useless. I'm like, I like the Greens. And then my grandmother goes, no, they're bloody useless. Fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And that's it. That was it. (laughs) She's not wrong. Did you leave it at that? Um, yeah, I can't okay, remember. Okay, so what you learned your lesson. I just, I basically said, Granny, no. And that, that was it. So what? now what you do, you write an eight page essay, <laughs> uh, basically well, guess- just point and counterpoint as to what, what happened and, and why she's, uh, why you disagree with her point of view. And then you never speak to her again. <laughs> <laughs> better, better, but I guess yeah. the thing is, uh, this is going to sound really fucking somber, but truth is, like, Everyone at the table has anticipated where this is going. She's gonna die. And that's you're the only person here who can say that because it's your grandmother. I know, I love her, but she's like the people in our family hold on. So she doesn't care about the future because, you know. (laughs) But the people in your family hold on. So maybe she will be here for the future. Maybe. I propose that you write a one-panel comic with the ideology of the Greens, and then she'll be like, ah, the earth should not be burning. Well, see... I mean, you are you are a meme lord. I am a meme lord. Queen of memes. I found out that apparently you can make money off memes, so I'm looking into what? that. <laughs> How? I know. <laughs> apparently you make like a meme page, and then you get enough followers that you can put ads on your page, mm. and that's how you make nice. money. All my memes become are just an memes. influencer. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound great. Doesn't it? Well, 
Don't you just want to influence people? I have to pretend to be happy. No, you don't. Not all influencers are happy. Ever since Well, yeah, but they pretend to be. Alex. Yes? What do you think of (laughs) Far Side cartoons, Gary Larson cartoons? I love Far Side cartoons. Okay. They're great. What do you think of Foot Rot Flats? I'm not from here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it's great if you grew up on it. Uh, do are you sure? Are you sure it's great? All right. What about Beyond the Black Stump? Same. It's a Oof. boring cartoon. Yeah. Both with in that they're bad the same animation. comic, and yeah. I feel the same. Okay. All right. Oh, what else? Do I, what about Calvin and Hobbes? Eh. Like, what? Calvin and Hobbes is a classic masterpiece. But it, it never, it never quite. <laughs> I never quite gelled. All with right. Me. We need to stop this podcast <laughs> because I have a big rant that I need to go on, and it is too late for that now. Alex, get out of my house. <laughs> well, thanks for coming. Oh, I've made it and awkward listening now. To this last time. <laughs> and remember, in the next election, do the right thing. Yes. <laughs> Looking at you, my family. That's right. Keep the right people in power. <laughs> yeah, Gina's family. You specifically are in charge of keeping the right people in power. And also anyone that disagrees with me. <laughs> Thank you for coming, Alex, and complaining about post offices and putting up with me trying to justify it all. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me. Um, thank you, Andrew. It has been a pleasure, Gina. <laughs> thank you, Zane. Thank you, Gina, and I, for one, welcome our new robot overlords. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Good night, everyone. Bye. 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 So, what should I listen to now? We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your castologists, Patrick Shearer, Liz Best, and Zancy Weber. Each week, we'll bring you three of the best and sometimes not so best podcasts around. We'll also do the hard work and trawl the RSS feeds to find the newest podcast that should be on your radar. And then next week, we come back and tell you what we thought of the recommendations and bring three new sparkling podcasts to check out. Now, will we always agree with each other's picks? Probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know that's how reviews work. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcatcher of your choice. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast.